0: Hi everyone. Today we're going to talk about overwhelming emotion, or more professionally called emotional dysregulation. Basically, uh, lots of people have overwhelming emotion. It takes over. They feel like they can't stop it. uh, And it terrorizes them. It makes their life very difficult. People describe it as, I'm losing it. I'm freaking out. I'm having one of my episodes. I'm having a panic attack. I can't stop crying. I can't breathe. Or I have no motivation. I'm overwhelmed. I don't care about anything. I just want to sleep. I can't get out of bed. I haven't showered for a few days. And there are many more. You can probably think of some for yourself. Uh, But emotional dysregulation is emotion which is experienced as more intense, more frequent, and it lasts longer than average emotions. It really stands out as something significant, maybe even extreme. The scary thing is that it can come on without warning or apparent reason. Uh, And this is because our brains build associations and we don't even realize the brain is doing it. Um, It happens on an unconscious level. Uh, So something like a scent or a sound or a particular gesture Or an environment that is similar to something that has happened before. Uh, A moment in time where the person was really, really upset or had a strong emotional reaction. And then in the future, when these similar experiences come along, it brings on that same intense emotion and the person has no idea why. They don't know why it's happening. They didn't expect it, they didn't feel it coming on, it just happens. And that's one of the frightening things about it, is it just comes on and the person feels out of control because they don't know when it's going to happen next. Um, So the person feels very much not in control. Uh, Lots of people describe it as being ruled by their own emotions. There are several kinds of categories or uh, diagnoses that various types of emotional dysregulation can fall within. Um, many people are familiar with major depression, anxiety, which can include panic attacks, um, rages of anger, PTSD, which stands for post-traumatic stress disorder. It results from um, an extremely frightening Uh, situation that maybe made the person feel like their life was at risk. Uh, In any case, it leaves them with a combination of symptoms including messed up sleep, but also kind of just these strong emotions that come on and they don't know what they're reacting to. Okay, so what do you do with this? Looking for and recognizing, identifying triggers that bring on the emotion is a f- place to start. Uh, triggers are those subtle things that are maybe under your, in your unconsciousness uh, that brings on the emotion unexpectedly. The key to working on it is to keep track of what was happening right before the strong emotion started. And that starts to give you a clue to what the trigger might be. Lots of people do not know what the trigger is. So you kind of have to systematically keep track and try to identify what was happening right before that strong emotion came on. Now, what do you do with this? Uh, it does not mean that you say, "Ooh, I am triggered by that, and so I have to avoid it. Uh, I need to stay away from that trigger. Uh, and it certainly doesn't mean that other people have to be careful not to trigger you. Uh, because they might not even know what your trigger is. What needs to happen is to identify the trigger, develop very good skills at coping, both with the mental and emotional response, as well as the physical response to the trigger. This involves gaining skills and practicing them until it is second nature. You want to get really, really good at it. Um, and it's those things that are going to help you feel more in control, and like the emotion doesn't rule you. It takes time, it takes practice, and there can be a lot of different triggers, so it can be frustrating, and it can feel uh, like it's impossible, but it really is not impossible. It just has to be, be done systematically, and with a lot of practice and awareness. If the triggers are left to be and they are in place and the person keeps having these strong emotional reactions, many areas of their life can be affected. Obviously, relationships with family and friends uh, can be chaotic. Uh, It can be difficult. Uh, They don't know what is going on with you. you. You might look crazy to them. You certainly might look out of control and they don't know what to do about it. Especially if you don't know what to do about it. And of course strong emotional reactions uh, can affect performance at work or at school. At the very least it can be just dis- distracting, uh, but it can keep you from getting work done. It can cause you to miss work. Uh, it can cause you to have to um, run off somewhere and hide while you have the emotional reaction and you wait for it to subside. Socially, it might be difficult to make plans, uh, especially to go out in public and around people, because you don't know when an episode, an emotional episode, might come on, and that could be embarrassing uh, as well as frightening. Now, internally, this can affect a person's self-esteem and, and their confidence levels, um, They don't feel very good about themselves when they can randomly, without notice, lose control of their emotions. And it can be very dramatic and everybody notices. um, And it's a helpless feeling. It also adds to stress and can affect uh, a person's physical health. Uh, It can affect sleep. It can affect the heart, heart rate, um, blood pressure, immunity. Uh, People get more more susceptible to colds and uh, are not doing well. So again, what do you do about it? Uh, Well, there's a lot of skills and knowledge a person can learn which can put them in better control of their emotions. There are skills especially for managing the physical, emotional response uh, and being able to calm oneself and even a form of meditation in which you stay in the here and the now instead of everything coming in upon you. Um, There's a great deal of thinking that contributes to strong emotions and learning how to take a look at your own thinking and alter it so that it doesn't bring on strong emotion is definitely within a person's control. Um, Many people suffer from worry, extreme worry, about what might happen in the future, uh, and this contributes to anxiety. Uh, And then a lot of people suffer from um, unhappy memories of the past, uh, maybe regrets, maybe guilt, maybe just bad memories. Uh, And that past comes into the present and uh, makes for strong emotions that really don't fit for the current moment. How do you learn about these things? Well, you can Google it. You can find books and other reading material that explains it to you and gives you techniques that you can learn and practice. Um, a lot of people find it very helpful to go to counseling, where not only do you learn skills, but you also talk to someone and process the emotions uh, that you're having um, and bring them to light and when you can understand them a little bit better, then they have less control over you. For some people, it can be helpful to take a prescribed medication, uh, especially for anxiety or for major depression. Um, sometimes that's needed uh, while the person goes to counseling uh, so that they can have the energy and the mental space to actually do the the work uh, that they need to do. And, and hopefully down the road they don't need the medication anymore. Um, And then that's the reason I created a couple of my online courses uh, is because people can work their way through the course and learn all the skills that are needed and and interact with me and have support with me as well as others going through the courses. So there are a lot of options out there. Um, So um, I would encourage you to not feel like you're stuck and nothing can be done, Uh, it's going to be this way forever, Uh, it doesn't have to be. Uh, There are options and choices for managing it.